This is Jelena Marjanovic, eight-time world champion, and you are listening to the Spice of Life podcast. Welcome to the Spice of Life podcast, featuring Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer, two talented fighters discussing life, fighting, work, family, balance, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for your fill of laughs. Now, here's your hosts, Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Spice Life Podcast. Today on the podcast we got two guests today. This is this is the first time we've had two guests on, on a Skype call, but we've got uh, Jazzy and John Wayne Parr. How, how are you two? Hey, very well, thank you. Very well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Jazzy, we've been trying to get you on the podcast for like a month and a half, so are you well, saying that, 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 your dad, that your dad keeps forgetting for that long, that's why? <laughs> Too many fights. <laughs> I've been eating punches from my memory. Yeah. Well, you you had your you had your last fight, Jazzy, where you guys went on tour. You and your dad went on tour after doing seminars and trips all over the place. Uh, yeah. How was that? what 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 belt did you win for that title? Or for- uh, so I fought for the intercontinental title fight over in England. Um, yeah, we. Just me and Dad went over for two and a half weeks, and it was a pretty, pretty eye-opening experience to just see what it's like, what Dad's been doing, getting to go around the world traveling, and I would really like from that experience, love to just get that going, and want to do that for like as long as I can. Like, this guy's 41, still doing it. <laughs> uh, was that was that one of your first international? Uh, fights that you've had then? Yeah, that was my first international going overseas fight. Nice. So all all of your other fights have been raided in Australia then? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. So that was my 16th fight. Holy gee. How old are you? I'm 14. Jesus. You're going to catch up to your dad really quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a question for your dad then. So, you have a I have a young daughter. She's seven years old. Um, yep. When you're you obviously corner her. So when you're in her corner and she's getting punched in the face, what do you, what's going through your mind? Because I'd be freaking out. Yeah, um, I'm thinking hit her harder. She hasn't cleaned her. Hit her harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no, all good. Uh, it's uh, on a professional level. Once once the we get into the change room and it's starting to prepare. There's no longer the father-daughter. It's more so the trainer, trainer, fighter. Um, I switch off. I try and stay as calm as I can be. Uh, not just for her, just for everybody. And then try and um, see what she can't see, why she's fighting. When she sits down, try and be nice and relaxed. And only give her two or three things to concentrate on. I don't want to overwhelm her with this, 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 this. Just keep it basic. All right, you need to do this more. Try and push forward. Try and use a jab. Work off your back foot. Try and finish with a kick. Just keep it simple. Um, and I, I believe in Jazzy's skills too. I know that she's at a a higher level. So and she does the work in the gym. So I, I believe in her fitness and her cardio. And um, as long as she has the right mindset, she can go as far as she wants to go. She's really good. She, I, I'm quite surprised. Even when I hold the pads for her, her power to weight ratio for such a small girl is quite crazy. I'm, I'm very impressed with. Even though she's my daughter, I'm, I'm quite impressed with how far she's come. That's really cool. I know when I try to tell my daughter things, she usually gets really mad at me. 
<laughs> so do do you find that in the gym or anything like that with uh, with Jazzy? Uh, not really. The she, when when she was younger, it was just uh, for fun and giggles, and then we weren't too serious. And then she she started having it actually only popped up on Facebook uh, probably only a couple of days ago where it, it said um, Jazzy had a second ever pad session when she was seven. And then she was just going through the motions, kicking up still, flopping around. And then on the on the uh, title of the video, it said, oh, Jazzy, second pad session. Um, she said she wants to have her first fight when she's eight. And then, and sure enough, when she turned eight, she hit us up. Okay, mate, now I want to start fighting. So, um, but since then, it's pretty much been uh, full steam ahead. She's very focused, uh, wants to um, really create her own legacy. She doesn't want to live in my shadow anymore. She wants to be her own her own champion, her own belt, belt collector. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we, it's fun. It's fun watching her uh, live her own legacy. Well, we saw that We saw that uh, clip. I don't know who made that meme, if it was her or you, but she's got her three belts and says, when I grow up, I want more belts than my dad. And you're like, nice try. So what, uh, or, or work, work hard or something like that. So what do you got, Jazzy? You got three belts now? Yeah, so I just won my last one August, and now my next fight's booked in for November, and that's for a WMC title. First, a girl that wear one one win each, so now it's like the decider. So pretty excited to have this rematch, and it'll be a very tough fight. But and really where where's that where's that matchup gonna take place? Uh, that one's in Australia, so that's in Sunshine Coast, which is like two hours away from where we live so monastic like get mm -hmm. out of town for the weekend yeah. <laughs> travel a bit who uh who's putting on that match up there because you guys got quite a bit of uh different promotions in australia right now for for muay thai right oh yeah it's pretty huge muay thai is really popular here still so and, and when usc comes to town usc is the big show but when it's not usc um muay thai is probably the most fun thing to go to we, we get good crowds. It's really fun. It's really cool. Good support. And the, and the, and the crowd's educated too. They know when the neck people are kneeing, they get behind it. Everyone's cheering. they got the tap, the Tai Chi going on when people are doing their techniques. It's fun. <laughs> well, there's that fancy promotion over there too. That What's it called? Cage Muay Thai? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it, it's for the barbarians of the sport. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're taking it back to the, to the Viking era. Yeah. When your when your dad finally retires, Jazzy, when he's like a hundred, are you uh, are, are you gonna take over as the main event there? Then you'll be you'll be old enough. You'll be a pro by then. Yeah, I I've re I'm really got the itchy knuckles to get in the cage. I really like watching it is so like intense. You never know what's gonna happen. Like the whole the whole fight card is always like so so much like adrenaline is going through. The atmosphere is crazy. Like I can't imagine actually being in the cage and fighting them. Um, but it'd be 18, so i got like four more years, but... Because um, yeah. the, 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 YouTube, the YouTube doesn't do it justice. You have to be in the room to feel the electricity. Yeah. When, when mm -hmm. you're in the room, you can't look away from the cage. It's just so crazy. At any yeah. given stage, and even the undercard, the, the first few fights, they might not have like the credentials on paper, but because they're trying so hard to, to knock out each other, it's um, yeah, it's quite overwhelming. It's, it's really... It, it's yeah, it's uh, it's a spectacle. <laughs> now, now here, I, I mean, I don't, I can't speak for the U.S., but I know a lot of cards when they do them here in Canada 
um, whether it is uh, um, MMA or kickboxing, whatever, they'll do lots of times they'll do pro-am cards. So they'll have some amateur, um, you know, boxing and then they'll they'll have pro boxing later on or they'll have amateur kickboxing and then and then pro pro. Do you guys do that there, too? Or is it just strictly amateur cards, strictly professional cards? Oh, no, we, we mix it up. We do both. We, we have a card coming up in uh, two weeks where we do half and half. But for, for CMT, um, every single fight's uh, full tie from the first to the last. So every fight's... It's, uh, I took the the same sort of business model of the UFC. So I know from the... I want to give the crowd that experience where they know from the first fight to the last fight, they're getting the same rule set. Instead of half the card, only knees to the body, okay? Only half the card, knees to the head. Uh, maybe a few fights with elbows. Well, this way they know from first to last that every single fight is going to be the same rule, so no one gets confused. And you don't have to explain to the crowd. Everyone knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, and then, we, yeah, we chuck the first few fights in there that aren't quite used to the elbows, and, and we let them bleed a lot for the crowd to give them that, that bloodthirst. <laughs> we, it's like the savages. We, we have a couple of few people to the slaughter first, and then, then we send in the good guys. <laughs> Jazzy, have you received a cut yet in, in any of your fights? Jazzy? Yeah, Jazzy. Has she been cut yet? Oh, no, <laughs> I haven't cut yet. Oh. You, 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 do you, uh, do you, com- you compete with elbow pads, though, I assume, right? Because you're still amateur? Yeah. So yeah. I'm still fighting with elbow pads. I'm not too sure what my next fight is, though. I really want to get the shinies off because <laughs> mom's not letting me fight without the shin pads yet. <laughs> I'm guessing. You, I, I never, I never saw it. you don't wear headgear though, do you? No. No. Okay. So just the shin, headgear. just the shin pads with the instep on them, and and then uh, gloves and elbow pads. Yeah. So yeah. so the Australians call them shinies. Do you know it? So instead of shin pads, just shinies. Just shinies. Okay. Just just the shinies. Did I say that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got. Huh. She got. Sorry. Little, you got to slow these things down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so sorry, Jazzy. When did you say that next that next matchup is for you? Then you said right away. So okay. seven weeks. Nice. Okay. When and then and then John, your next fight is in uh, um, December at Bellator, right? December nine. Nine over in Florence, Italy, and then um, Jazzy got offered a fight in uh, Texas uh, uh, mid December, but we're not quite sure if that's one going to happen yet because it's only yeah. three weeks after Jazzy's other fight. So I I also got another fight offer after the November one. If I win the November, I think I got a fight offer for New Zealand, and that's for an Oceanic title. And I think then a rematch, a girl that I'm also one on one with, and I I'm holding a international title with her so i think it's an oceanic title they want to rematch for so hopefully that will happen i reckon that'll be pretty interesting we actually got a um after our last fight we got a proposition that possibly go over to canada as well take jazzy over there have a fight um so that that would be early next year if if it does happen so we just have to wait for the promoter to get back into contact with us to see if he's 100 percent or not where was uh where was that what city do you know oh i can't remember I'm, i'd have to go back through my messages okay yeah it's there. We, we sort of got inundated inundated by the um after her last win 
we had about three or four different international promoters. Hey, can Jazzy come yeah. fight here? Can she fight there? It's like, wow, this is off the charts. This is crazy. She's 14. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember being 14 years old, trying to go from here to the shops with my skateboard, and I wasn't going to do that. So <laughs> to go and fight overseas and represent your country, that's massive. <laughs> it's huge. Mm-hmm. So being 14 years old, you're you're getting fights. You're collecting titles faster than your dad. How are you juggling school? <laughs> And stuff like that. Well, I had to take, I think I took three weeks off school for the international fight. And I just missed out on a little bit of work. But I've just got to chase it up afterwards. Like, because they know that I fight. I'm in the sport excellence program in school, which is like really good for my school because I have to pass all my subjects. Can't get in trouble at school. Um, I have to have, I have to, um, go to school a certain amount of days and if I like take too many days off then I think I get kicked out but they obviously understand and everyone at my school knows that I, I'm fighting and I was in the um, Gold Coast front page of the newspaper and all my teachers came up took my hand so everyone at my school like knows what's up and like knows that I'm fighting so they're all really supportive and it's really cool to have are all the support with school <laughs> are all the boys scared yeah. of you uh, yes. <laughs> so, Jazzy, uh, so, 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 going to school is, is a good education, but training Muay Thai will make you smarter. Or, uh... <laughs> yeah. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, I remember. I remember you had something posted on uh on, on you know on social media where uh you know when the boys boys come over or whatever like that and and uh you know how you're gonna scare them or whatever and then you had something else that, and it was a picture of her beating somebody up you're like ah, i don't have to worry about that or something like that it's like, yeah good <laughs> so this sport at the end of the day she's she's still my little baby yeah so, Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stay away, you stinky little boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How many uh, How many other uh, teenage kids, boys and girls, are, are at the gym? Like, like you have uh, kids' classes and stuff that you run? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. In the school holidays, because um, we have, like, uh, two-week breaks during the year and the younger kids are just coming with parents to training. So me and my friend Lockie, we've been teaching a class just for the last two weeks, and they end up getting quite a, like quite a few kids. I think we got 15, 16 kids overall. Like oh, that's cool. Jazzy's, uh, at, at, at training and teaching and and being the, with, the head coach for the yeah. little for the little juniors, it was, it was really cool. But yeah. in, but after school. Um, she's got her own little squad that they all catch up, up um, yeah. get ready, go run together, do pads together, spar together. It's yeah. um, it's a tight little group, and um, they inspire each other. They make sure they're always there every day to work. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah my closest friends with each other every day. And then sometimes it's good because we all don't go to the same school, so then we don't have to get sick of each other. But it's always really good because all enjoy the same thing. So it's really awesome to have a connection with my friends that just love the same thing I do. Yeah, that's cool. I see. I don't have a lot of friends that I don't punch in the face. All my friends are yeah. at the gym. 
I don't I don't hang out with people outside of the gym. I have a wife and a kid. I spend most of my time with them. But yeah, none of my friends um I haven't punched them in the face at least once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love punching my friends and kicking my friends. <laughs> Those are who, the best kind who of Who is that who is that boy or is that is that like who is that boy on social media that when you were gone he was wearing he was wearing your shorts and your uh your sports bra? Right. Who is that? Oh, that he's is that. Okay. Class with, yeah, he's really was... awesome. He, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen the CMT highlight. He's the one that's called the head kick knockout on that young young boy. So um, he's our little star. He's been in Thailand for the last year and a half, and now he's come back to the Boonshu. Um, he broke his hand on CMT. He it was already broken, but he reaggravated it. So he had, he had um, uh, some wires put in it. He's had the wires taken out now. So he's going to stay till Christmas, and hopefully he's going to go and train with Sanchai uh, in the early New Year. So that's the plan. He's only he's only just turned 18. He's been in Thailand a year and a half already. Really good kid. Ren, he's got a um, good sense of humor as well. So he doesn't mind if people laughing at him. For a few likes, it's worth it for a few likes. Yeah. 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 100%. I, I thought it was funny. I was like, this guy's either somebody important or he's in big trouble when you get home. That's, I wasn't sure. <laughs> that's funny. I just figured he must have missed you, wearing yeah. your clothes. <laughs> so you had mentioned the sports excellence program or something at school. That's kind of interesting to me because we don't have anything really like that in Canada where at your age, like 14 years old, most of, most of the kids here are, are going to high school and learning. We have a, we have a school in uh, Saskatchewan. It's called Notre Dame, but that's for hockey. We don't really have anything that'll give you a lot of time to go be able to punch people. Well, that's not totally. Yeah, keep going. I was gonna say that's not totally true, Tanner. But you didn't really probably do that well in school. But they do have that that program, something very similar to that here. <laughs> not for combat sports, though. What's that? Not for so combat you, sports. What does it consist of? It's like running, so, weights. Yeah, so it's just more like a fitness thing. So it's like to get that extra little bit of um. Uh, just for you to do like your fitness work outside of like the main core stuff of like, so say I do Muay Thai, obviously I just get that little bit of extra fitness. So, so I get to do that uh, every day. So I do well, four days a week. I get to like go to the gym and lift weights and then we go running. So, we, and then we also have to um, do like the theoretical side of it. And then we learn about like mine your mindset, your like how strong you can be, but you have to have like a mindset about it. And there's, it's really good to learn about just all the little extra stuff you don't really think about that's actually really important. Mm -hmm. So breathing, breathing, breathing important. <laughs> yeah. Is it about breathing? <laughs> <Is it not>? <laughs> sure. <laughs> 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 it's important. Go learn to breathe. You gotta learn to breathe, okay? Yeah, it, the breathing is important. Serious, correct? People hold their breath when they're nervous or when they're lifting weights. Sometimes, yeah, and you try to, you know, you gotta, you gotta learn to do that properly. You always see that with the new. Hold their breath all the time. You see, you see like, them gassing out. Oh, it's better if you, if you make a few noises. Don't be embarrassed. Everyone else is making noises. At least, at least, oosh, oosh, oosh. Otherwise, you. You see him going bright purple. It's like, uh, if you don't start breathing, you're going to pass out soon. So, yeah. mm -hmm. 
Well, yeah, they take that they take that breathing out to a whole new level. If you breathe out, you won't get the wind knocked out of you, so they just don't breathe at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, Luke, we've had multiple training partners that we've trained with that don't breathe. Usually they have red colored hair and then their face goes beet red too. <laughs> yeah. uh, t- gingers. <laughs> so Jazzy, at, at school, what subjects are you you're in high school obviously. So what what yeah. subjects are you taking? Um I'm doing like the main core subjects. So I'm in grade 9 at the moment. Next year I get to I've picked my subjects for next year. Um, but this year at the moment, I'm just doing like math, English, science, um, sport excellence and home economics. And yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. That's not bad then. Oh, and history. I don't like history. Why? I'm really good at history. <laughs> Why don't you like history? It's really boring. <laughs> <laughs> That, what kind of history are you learning? Are you learning Australian history, uh, American um, history? We're learning about like England slaves and um, oh no, we're learning about World World War One this time. So yesterday was like my first day back at school for the holidays. Huh. So but this year we're learning about um, oh this term we're learning about World War One. World War One is actually very interesting, and there's <laughs> there's TV shows you can watch on this subject too. <laughs> I said World War One is actually very interesting, and there is a, a nice TV series that you can watch on it. Oh, really? Uh, bro, I think so. Yeah, Band of Brothers, I think it's called. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Not Mash. Mash is Not a good mash. one too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that show. Mash? I've never seen oh, Mash. Hey. No, never watched it. I mean, I know what it is, but I've never, never watched it. I was, I was like, "This is silly." I'm shutting this off. Yeah, yeah. never watched it. Yeah. You've never watched Mash? They had a ladyboy on there. They He's did. Yeah, he goes crazy. Oh, is it Klinger? Yeah. Yeah, he was the first ladyboy before Thailand. It's like, whoa, that ladyboy is. <laughs> 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 yeah, he wasn't a, wasn't a hot lady boy either. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the ones that confuse you, not one of those ones. No. That could have started my fascination with lady boys from Mash. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> the uh, the lady boy from Mash wasn't even. You couldn't. He wasn't trying to trick you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, John, I, I've been trying to watch your last Cage Muay Thai fight. I can't find it on the YouTube yet. Oh, it's coming. Uh, it's going to air this month on Fox Sports. And then once it airs, I'll put it on YouTube. Oh. So I just have to wait for it to air first. Otherwise, you get in trouble. So, I've seen... That makes sense, then. Yeah, I've yeah, seen... They've, a- they've had the, the grand final for the football. So, that was only last last weekend just gone. So, hopefully, now that the, 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 it's freed up the TV scheduling, um, hopefully get shot uh, aired... So, um, while, while the footy's on, it's too hard to go up against for ratings. So now that the footy's over, hopefully we'll get a good numbers that can see it, and then, that, and then the more numbers that see it, hopefully that's going to push the sport forward a little bit more as well. So, what happened in your yeah, last fight? Then? Unfortunately, they can't air it live. Oh. What happened in your last fight then? Because there was a little bit of hoopla coming from the your opponent yeah. after. You're actually the first guys that on the podcast. You can see that guy was a goose. 
Um, what's his name? James Heelan. James Heelan. So, so he got here. Um, he took the fight on short notice. Um, we gave him more money than he's ever made before in his life. We put him in a nice apartment on, near the beach. Um, the fight was okay. The fight was easy. Um, I I got cut in the third round, I think. That was only because I was playing. I was doing jumping back kicks and jumping knees, and then the first round just just being. Just because I could, I knew the guy wasn't dangerous, so I just thought I'd have fun. And then I made a mistake, got caught with an elbow. But besides that, it was just like a hard spa. Um, and I really want to attack the body a lot as well because, say, um, a week or so before we fought, we did a podcast after we got matched up saying how we were suffering from depression and anxiety and bipolar. What the, who the hell am I fighting? I just thought I was just fighting a normal person. I didn't know I was fighting someone with so much... Um, baggage so I thought right, I'll just attack, I'll just attack his body so I don't give him anything permanent or, or hurt his brain anymore um, if I can stop him with body shots that's cool if not if it goes the distance that's good for me because it gives me some ring time as well um, yeah and then uh, the next day uh, we went out to the to one of the clubs one of the girls that we train with she works there so she goes a couple bottles of, of Grey Goose um, I stayed to about midnight-ish but uh, I, I've got kids at home so I came home about 12, left them at the party with all the other boys. They stayed out till five. Um, and then at the time, he was telling that the boy, Lockie, that scored the head kick, he was telling Lockie, oh, mate, how, how, how cool is John Wayne? What an honor it was to fight him. And Lockie's going, okay, mate, you told me a thousand times already. I, I get it. I get it. He reckons he wouldn't stop talking about me. Everyone was really cool. Next day, I went to his unit. And on his social media, he said that I went to his unit to kick him out. But I went to his unit to see if they needed a lift anywhere. They said, no, no, we've got a friend coming to, to pick us up. So I sat there while they were packing up. I sat there for probably nearly an hour, and they talked. I talked about it if they went to the beach, yeah, or just little things just passing the time. When we said goodbye, we all hugged it out. Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, let's keep in touch. Um, if you ever need me for a card again or you want me to fight on the other card, I'm happy to come back. I really enjoyed the cage. Yeah, no problem. Let's keep in touch. And then 24 hours later, um, he started writing all this crazy stuff. Where's my effing rematch? Like, whoa, well, who the hell is this guy? And then he did the, the podcast saying how we treat him unfairly, we treated him bad, and we didn't do this, and um, he, but he was set up or something, I don't know. And it was just like a total flip uh, to the person that we knew. Um, it was almost like uh, another persona all of a sudden. But while it was face-to-face, he didn't dare say anything wrong. He was, he was just a, a really nice guy. I really thought he was cool. And then um, it's just a shame that he, he put that little smudge on the promotion because it was a really good show before I sort of started. Everything was going really well. Um, the other cards were good. He fought well. Um, he had a crack. It wasn't that great, but he had a, he had a go. Um, so I don't know what he's doing now. I, don't, I think he's in uh, uh, Phuket or um, doing his thing. But uh, I've already talked to Scott Coker. Scott Coker's going, who's this guy? And I said, oh, he's a, he's a pain in the bum. Don't use him. And I thank you for the heads up. I'll let all the other promoters around the world not use him also. So he sort of, old James showed himself in the foot. Oh, you got to, we've got such a small community that if you raffle the feathers, one promoter, as soon word gets around that uh, you're not going to get used very often by the by the big guys on the big shows. So stuff him. I hope he, I hope he friggin' retires and ends up washing dishes for the rest of his life. <laughs> Screw him. Yeah, that's. Uh... That's not good. We I, I saw that on, on your thing, on your uh, 
you know, Facebook or Instagram. I was like, what the hell's going on? And then you look up that guy and then you see all the stuff. You're like, what a clown, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's such a, oh, hang on. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's such a pain in the bum. It was such a, such a shock, really. Because we spent good money for uh, for the hotel, we put him in a nice place, and then yeah, like I said, we gave him more money than he's ever made before. And then we we didn't have to, but we took him out to the clubs. We tried to show, show a bit of hospitality as well. Not once the fight's over, we're all friends. Um, yeah, and then just really bizarre. Out of all the people that we've had on the show, everyone's so excited they want to come back again. We I keep in contact with everybody. You have that bond with um, someone that you fought too. You, no matter who you fought, you always have that 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 sort of friendship. So it's just bizarre. So he's the first person where I couldn't care less if I never see him again. Like I, I said on Twitter, like, to me, he's dead to me. I don't care about him anymore. I don't even want. I don't want to look at the photos of me smashing him because I don't want to see his face. Oh. I'm looking forward to like heirs to to because uh, he reckons on his. Uh, uh, post every time he punched me, apparently my eyes rolled back, rolled back in the back of my head. And apparently, I was mul- almost knocked out multiple times. So I'm looking forward to the the fight to be aired, so I can share it with the world, so they can see for themselves who was smashing who. I watched it. Win around. Yeah, yeah. You know, when, you know, in the ring, if you're losing or winning, and I know I, yeah. I smashed him every round. Well, there is a highlight video of just a couple clips from the fight, and it is just of you throwing these ridiculous jumping kicks just look yeah. like you're having fun but yeah. it, it didn't show him landing anything or anything like that no no it's so yeah that's the thing that's how delusional the poor guy is because he, he thinks he won he thought he at one point uh, i think someone on the podcast asked him so at the end of the fight did you think you win bloody earth i thought i won it's like whoa you are seriously on a different planet young man you have no idea i, I don't know he's yeah well, when you when you watch you compete um, over over the years and you see stuff and then you see you um, you know even just the highlights uh, you know and you see you doing all these crazy jumping things and you're like what is going on that's not that's not typical for him so it's like he must just be having a load of fun in there and and not 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 worried too much about anything right so and I mean anything can happen right you can get you can get cut uh, at the gym sparring uh just messing around right so it's not like oh wow well i hit him with this massive shot it's like even if you did and you're messing around it is what it is right so yeah, yeah. um yeah and people that pay good money to see me fight too so if i, I fight someone that i don't think is going to be very dangerous i want to put on a show i want to make sure that i'm entertaining and i'm not just speeding someone up but entertaining as well to give them the money's worth well plus um, i want to show the old guys can still do jump as well <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jazzy, do you like to do jumping things? Oh, I like to spin <laughs> when I'm tired of like. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing is, she she air swings. I just I just, I just wing it. I'm just like. Yeah. <laughs> I get back to the corner and Dad's like, "Stop spinning!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now your 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 little sister's doing some punching now too. I saw um, down at the gym. Yeah, she's, she's super cute. She's looking up to her. Be in the little corner, hitting the bag, or playing, sitting with mom or dad, and just hitting them. It's so funny. It's really cool. It's always neat and to then, see young kids hitting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then my brother, he's nine. He's he's had three fights and. 
he's ready to get back in the ring. November, I think the same fight fight card as mine. Yeah, he he wants to be in the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. So when when Jazzy had her first fight at eight, and then when he was eight, he goes, "I need to have a fight this year because I'm eight and she had her first fight, and there's no way no one I want her having one up on me. <laughs> so I need a fight. Give me a fight." Uh, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to live in Jazzy's shadow, and Jazzy doesn't want to live in my shadow, and then I don't want to live in my wife's shadow. So we're a very competitive family. Very competitive. <laughs> so it's a whole lot of That's fighting. Good. It's a. It's a, yeah. it's a. It's a lot of fighting. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same with the jokes. Everyone wants to be the funny one in the family. Well, well, you. The 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 bell collecting is one thing, but you got a long way to go to catch your dad on being funny. Yeah. I think on social media, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jazzy's got a, a heads up on me because she's funny looking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's gonna remember that. That's all right. I've seen a fight. I can beat her. Yeah. <laughs> you know the holes in the game, yeah, huh? Hashtag Savage Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately for you, Jazzy, I think when your dad gets to that age where he's got to retire, he's going to turn into some kind of a like. Comedian or something. Yeah, he's going to be like a mythical creature that'll just go around and keep <laughs> beating people up forever. I'm pr- I'm 100% sure of it. Kind of like yeah. Yoda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's going to be the Yoda. Yoda of the <laughs> He just he'll show up in everybody's corner randomly at, at different points during the night and just give you like one piece of advice here and there and then shoot off somewhere else. <laughs> you must be doing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's what time there? It's nine thirty at night. Uh, yeah, yeah. nine forty. Shouldn't you be in bed, Jazzy? Did you get school tomorrow? Pardon? Do you have school tomorrow? Yes. She, she's super excited about it too. Yeah. <laughs> what's normal? What's normal bedtime for you then, Jazzy? Oh, uh, like ten o'clock ish. Well, that's not bad. We got 10. time then. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> now. I don't know. Hibernate in my room. <laughs> she's, she, she's like one of those creatures. She only comes upstairs when she needs food. <laughs> Feed me. And then she quickly get us back downstairs. <laughs> I, I have a routine of just waking up, go to school, finish school, go to training, come home, eat dinner, shower, and all that. And then I lay down, go to bed. She's like yeah. clockwork. After she has dinner, just go to the bathroom for an hour while we do the dishes. And it's like, oh, we should, oh I'm just going to the toilet. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> hour later, oh, are the dishes done already? I was going to do them. <laughs> that's what, that's when she gets her. That's when she up, <laughs> that's uploading the Instagram videos and stuff. That's when that happens. Oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> my, uh, my girlfriend has two twin 15-year-old daughters and a, and a 17-year-old boy, so I, I know all about uh, the, the, the bedtimes and the, uh, the skipping out on things. They all they all kick in around the house, but it's uh, yeah. it's interesting to see them because my little ones are little five and five and nine, so they uh, they're they're at a way different age. But I know all about the teenage girls and 
boys and of course when we said yeah we, we've got jazzy coming on josh is like man i don't know if i can get up at five but i, I really want to come <laughs> on there i was like you're not coming on the podcast sorry stay in bed <laughs> yeah. the little one Gemma, she's still like she's still three so when she doesn't see us she's still at that age where she'll come up and she'll give you a hug and then walk away and keep doing her business we're trying to get a hug off this one is impossible these days. She's too cool for school now. It's what? like, it's like ah, as she's as she's giving you a hug, she's reaching in your back pocket, taking your wallet, quickly going through, putting the wallet back. I think, oh, how sweet. And then you notice that there's money missing. What? <laughs> this has never happened before, ever. It's probably going to happen now, though. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter's seven, and she doesn't want anything to do with me already. Oh, really? Now she she comes home from school. She she likes to hit the pads, and then she just wants to go play with her friends. And I don't see her until it's dinner time. And then after dinner, <laughs> she's gone. She doesn't even do the dishes. It's rude. Hey, hey. And then she comes back at dark, and uh, she watches TV for twenty minutes and goes to bed. And then we repeat that same schedule. <sighs> Do you guys have snow? We actually, I got snow here yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. The yeah. ones that start snowing say so there will be no more outdoor activities. Yeah. Luke oh. got hammered. Is it winter now? Cabin fever. No, it, it's it usually doesn't snow here for another another month. Like we always get a little bit of cold weather, and then uh, and then it kind of warms up for just a little bit, just long enough for us to get some more work done. And then it uh, and then it goes, but yeah, we got we got hammered with some some wicked uh, wicked weather. I don't know if I can even show you guys this, but uh, a bunch of trees fell down in my yard, and uh, oh, I don't know if you'll be able to see that at all. Not really, but it like oh, smashed yeah. smashed my garage, and and uh, so I spent I spent all all day yesterday, uh, or, or two days ago Monday when it snowed, chopping down trees. I can't even get in my garage right now because there's there's. Oh, Three huge trees, like fifty foot high, fell over and smashed the side of the garage. I'm like, oh, and no. not, and not enough for insurance to do anything. Just enough to be a real pain in my ass, you know. So now I got to do all the work, and no, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, my little guys, like my kids, will come home. Uh, you know, I only have them half time, so they come home tomorrow for for their time with me. So they're like, Dad, uh, uh, my son phones me. He's like. Did did the did the storm wreck any more trees? I'm like, yeah, we, we we three trees fell down. One one hit the garage and it's covering your basketball hoop. He's like, Ooh. what? Can you, can you, did you, did you, did you wreck my hoop? I'm like, no, your your basketball hoop's fine. It's just you can't play basketball because it's covering the driveway. <laughs> so he's like, oh no. And he, you know, he loves basketball, so he's uh, that's his that's his thing. Um, trying to get him fighting more. Well, not fighting more, training more, because he, he fights all the time at school. But he, yeah, I need, I need him to do that. It's not good. It's not good. He's like a superhero now. He sticks up for all the kids. Tanner and I talk about that all the time because it seems like once a week he's getting in a fight with some kid at school, and I'm like, dude, you can't you can't just go around beating everybody up. That's that's a bully. You're becoming a bully of bullies. It's yeah. not good. <laughs> The bully of bullies. Yeah. Yeah. Bully of <laughs> Unless you're getting paid. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I call. I don't want to tell him that, then, and he'll start extorting money from them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least he's getting paid. 
But all right, Jazzy, your dad's nickname is the Gunslinger. Has anybody given you a nickname yet? My fight name. Yeah. What do you have a fight name? My fight name is Princess. Oh God. Princess Jasmine. Oh, I get it now, Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. I, I I actually like that. That's funny. She got it when she was eight. I think she's outgrown it now, but she's 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 still rolling with it. Yeah. Because when I was eight, we thought we need a fight name, and obviously being eight years old and a girl, Princess Jasmine. Mm -hmm. That's that. It's cool. <laughs> I walked out to that um Aladdin theme song one. That is awesome. That was funny. <laughs> you gotta get your dad wearing one of those Aladdin hats, then maybe. No. <laughs> Magic carpet. Yeah. You could be like Prince Nazim, the boxer. You know, you remember him? Oh, and get fat. Well, not gay. I more meant the magic carpet ride out to the uh, out to the <laughs> ring. That's that's more what I was meaning. Yeah. Well, you know, there's that too. <laughs> Get yeah, he's, he's... I, seen, I seen a photo of him yesterday. He's at the WBC convention with Costia Zoo, and um, yeah, he looks like he's been out in the in the paddock a little bit too long. Yeah, he looks huge, poor bugger. <sighs> is what it is with him. He's a he's a wild man. So he to one extreme and then all the way to the next. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> right. I think we should nickname Jazzy Jasmine the Face Puncher Pa. It's got a ring to it. Sure. <laughs> the the uh, Jasmine Jazzy. One of the um, my mates at the gym. He was like, "What did we say?" The Jackal. Ooh. Jazzy the Jackal. We've got to go on the Instagram. Yeah. Because uh, the nickname's Jazz. Yes. So if you knock someone out with your hand, does that mean you have jazz hands? <laughs> now pretty much in every single post, it's hashtag jazz hands. <laughs> this guy. Any, any somebody from the gym or just on, just on no, Instagram? He's just a random. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you find all kinds in the world these days, especially with social media, you know. You got, uh, yeah, somebody's always trolling. Yeah. So I I usually like to try to nickname people. I, I couldn't actually come up with one for you because I, I haven't talked to you yet. But I was trying to go with the same theme as your dad because they call him the gunslinger. So I, I Googled the most notorious female outlaws of all time. <laughs> and there, there is some, and they're, they're a little bit crazy. Um, there's, a, there's one named Madam Vestal, and this is actually history. And I, I know you, I don't want to put you to sleep. I know you don't like history. But uh, she was around in the Civil War time, and uh, she was a very beautiful lady, and they actually used her in the war to to get onto stagecoaches and then rob them. Oh, wow. Yeah, and she ended up murdering a lot of people. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the one that was in England? 
the Ripper. Oh, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we went to Liverpool, and apparently he he once he finished one, decided yeah, to kill once people. He, when he settled, he settled in Rodney Street, and then we were driving down that street, and it was like. Yeah, apparently he made memoirs after because they never caught him, so he made memoirs after he retired and opened up a practice in Liverpool. Um, and we had dinner across the street from there. Oh yeah, yeah Jack the Ripper just used to work there. And it's like whoa. <laughs> there, there was so much like really interesting history in um, Liverpool. There was the um the tomb the the like triangle tomb of the uh William Mackenzie he was a gambler and he had the cards and he made a deal with the devil that once he lost one of his bets that when he died or if he lost his body got or his soul got taken to the devil so when he died he wanted to have his cards in his hand and wanted to be sitting up straight in the chair and when he to, did to die, trick the devil to make sure that the devil didn't think he was dead and yeah. maybe he was playing cards the whole time and to this day they've, they've made a, a pyramid around his body and it's a tourist attraction and he's still sitting there to this day apparently playing cards crazy it's been like a couple of centuries and he's still sitting there doing his thing there's other like um like real gravestones around him and everything like it's like in just like the park pretty hectic that's terrifying yeah. You drive past and it's like right there. You're like, whoa. There he is. There he is. There's, there's William Mackenzie. Wow. So you can learn, you can learn way more about the world and about history by traveling, beating up other girls your own age <laughs> or a little bit older than you ever will in school. Yes, correct. Don't encourage not going to school, Luke. She needs to go to school. <laughs> Jesus. I wasn't what I was saying. I was just saying you didn't have to enjoy it. You know, you can you can still still get some history lessons while you're out touring the touring the world, beating people up. Yeah. We got good history in Canada too. So once you come here, then you can learn about Canadian history and then yeah. beat beat somebody awesome. up. Interesting. And snow. Learn about snow. Yeah. Oh. How cold it is. Not, <laughs> not the yellow snow. Yeah. Not yellow snow. No. Don't eat. <laughs> yeah. Don't eat yellow we don't snow. Have snow. Do you guys get as cold as Ottawa? Um, so Luke is in Red Deer. I'm in Saskatchewan now. Uh, I'm pretty sure Saskatchewan is the coldest province other than maybe going further up north. So we get like minus 40. Whoa, that is crazy. Minus mm-hmm. 40? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I went to, uh, <laughs> I went to Sudbury last time, oh, the first time I went there. I was in Ottawa, Toronto, uh, uh, Montreal, and then had the one seminar in Sudbury, and holy crap, that was crazy. That was so cold, and they had the 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 big chimney stack up there as well. I was huh. like, oh my god, Did you know about the chimney stack in Sudbury? Yep. Oh yeah, that's like, am I going to get cancer? <laughs> <laughs> it's so big they can drive a truck around the top of the, this chimney. It's that, this, and it goes all the way up into the uh, into the sky. So as the pollution comes out, it's nickel. A nickel mine, and then the the smoke is so thick that it kills everything that, that lands on no grass, no trees. Oh. So they've made it so tall that it goes into the hemisphere, and, and all this um, soot goes to other countries across the world. What? Yeah, it's true. That is not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not good. There's a lot of stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff like that in that area, like uh, Sudbury, Windsor. Uh, there's a lot of pollution. 
that's hard. You put it in the in the hemisphere. It's not our problem now. <laughs> yeah. It's how we work in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of yeah. Canadian history that you talked about earlier, did you know that Canada has the most notorious female gunslinger of all time? Really? Her name was Pearl Hart. And, uh, sorry, I'm on this because I was searching for an hour this morning trying to find a nickname for your daughter. But, uh, <laughs> but Pearl, she actually went to, they call them exclusive colleges, so they're for rich people. And then she hooked up with this guy named Joe Boot, and they went on a bank robbing tear from all the way from Canada into Chicago and all across the United States. And uh, she ended up killing a lot of people, too. Well, yeah. so all these all these famous female gunslingers are murderers. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. we can just do that. I'm, I kind of like the Princess Jasmine one. It's funny. Yeah, I like yeah, that one too. Yeah. It's even funnier because Luke has uh, a pair of shoes that look like Aladdin shoes, and I bugged him forever about these shoes. <laughs> and I actually made a video of a bunch of pictures with him with that song, The Whole New World. <laughs> and then at the very end of the video was a picture of these terrible shoes. Yeah. <laughs> we got a we got a, a clothing sponsor here that uh makes our suits and stuff for us for when we fight. And uh we were in there and, and we were showcasing some of his different stuff, not just the suits for, for some commercials and so he's got, you know, shoes and, and boots and stuff like that. And so just out of nowhere, Tanner starts yelling at me. I don't realize that the camera's on. And he's like, look at your stupid shoes. You look like an idiot. Why don't you buy some new shoes? We got them here. And I, so I bought this new new pair of boots. They're, they're a lot nicer. And then an uh, uh, old coach of Tanner's who I met at one of my last fights, he, uh, he was making fun of my shoes too with Tanner. And so then it was like he gets tagged in these videos about, about the, the, the shoes and, and whatever else that they're gone and you know they're dead or whatever like that. And just the other day I said, I still, I still have the uh, – the shoes I left them so I can go outside by the fire and stuff like that. They're quick slip-on shoes, and you know, they're like my shoes with little holes in them. You know, they're comfortable. You got to keep that stuff. Just have sentimental value. Yeah, they're terrible. They're terrible. Yeah, <laughs> they're bad. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing on this podcast today. This is the first time I haven't said the f word on the show. I was gonna say this is kind of this is refreshing, Tanner. Yeah. I haven't said one cuss yeah. word. It's very very wow. weird for me that I don't cuss. It might be because yeah. it's six a.m. in the morning now, but uh, usually I, I wake up and it's three f words out of my mouth, and then damn it, let's get going. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but not today. Um, I had a question for Jazzy, and I forgot what it is now. That's probably. Due to being punched in the face for the last 20 years. Yeah. But, damn it. It was a good one, too. I don't believe you, Tanner. Yeah. I don't believe myself now, either. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Jessie's got to go to bed, Tanner. I know, she, I know she's got to go to bed. She's got a little puff on the top of her head now. She was playing with her hair for so long that she's made this little yeah. bun up here on the top of her <laughs> Look, my mom, my mom thought it would be a good idea if she would bleach the top of my hair. So I've just got this half blonde strip in the middle of my head. 
I did. I did notice that earlier. I thought it might have been just natural. No, that's not natural. Embarrassing. It's nobody can say anything to you though. Pardon? Nobody can say anything to you though, because you could punch them in their face. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, here's my question. I remember it now. Um. So when you were a small child, do you remember the point in time when you decided that you wanted to start hurting people? Definitely didn't think of it like that. <laughs> um, well, I think because I've always been just around the sport and just like my parents have always been going in a fight, watching my, seeing what my parents are doing like in the ring is like, such a big impact on my life. So I just think growing up with all of it, just like all build up to like something that I knew in my head that I was going to, I was going to be a Muay Thai fighter. And then when I got to that certain age, obviously asked mum and dad that I wanted to fight and then they allowed me. And now it's been like eight years and just traveled overseas to England. And I think it's like surreal to actually think like, this is like what's going on in my life. And, I'm so grateful and pretty lucky to have the support and like my, my parents and the society that I'm in and like in this point of time that it's good. It's really, really cool. So yeah, when um when Jazzy was born, they were at the hospital, um uh she stayed in a few days and then it was the time that to pick him up from the hospital and take him home. And then by the time we picked up everything and got him in the car I was running late for teaching class. So we actually went to the gym first. Um, and I taught my class before Jazzy even went home. So she's been, she's been, she, the first place we went to was the gym. So yeah, so her life's been Muay Thai from, from day dot. So when I look at your dad, I see a, a legit legend in the sport. He's got, he's set a, a bar so, so high that I think only another par could probably achieve it. Yeah. Um, when you look at your dad, what do you see? Do you see your coach? Do you see your dad? Or do you see the measuring stick of what where you need to leap over? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question correctly. So it's definitely like when I'm at home or when I'm in the car before going to training or whenever we're not at the gym, I definitely see him as a father figure and – but when I'm at the gym or if I'm in the ring, I, I don't see him as my dad at all. I see him as my coach and I listen to him and talk to him like like I'm a student and not his daughter because I don't want to have it as like the coach's kid. But it's definitely where we are in time, where we're at home. It's definitely my dad. And when people leaving at school or like teachers or someone comes up to me and says like, Oh, your dad's Joe and Pa. I'm like, oh yeah, he's Joe and Pa. Like, yeah. I don't really think of it as anything too much other than my dad, but definitely my coach during training in the movie. I like to, I'd like to be more serious about it than muck around as my dad. One time on, on CMT, um, I fought somebody, and uh, I think I stopped them in one of the rounds. And then I, I turn, everyone's celebrating, we're in the cage, doing the whole business, and I turn around, and there's Jazzy looking up with me with his big smile on her face and big puppy dog eyes. She's like, you're like the coolest dad 
That only lasts so, for so long. When, that's when Jazz used to sing too when she used to do the anthems. Oh. I watched that this mm. morning. I watched her. I watched you sing in the anthem this morning. Oh wow! Well, there you go. It was she's good. Really good. She doesn't want to do it anymore, but she's really good. No, you should do it every time. It's amazing. It's when um the first couple of times you did it, you actually when she's singing, you can see the ladies in the crowd wiping tears from their face because it's so emotional. <laughs> the first time I sang. The first CMT we had, or the second CMT we had, we had Charlie, which was one of the girls from a kids' show that I used to watch, which is High Five. I don't know if you know what that is. But um, Charlie, she came down in the fights, and I got to sit with her, and I was like, oh, like, it's Charlie from High Five. And she sang the anthem, and then I was like, I want to sing the anthem like Charlie. So the, the the next CMT happened, and... I, was, I did a couple singing lessons for however long until the fight was. And then I got to sing the anthem and my eyes just like glared out into nowhere. Like I've never been so nervous in my life. I don't even remember it. It was just like, it was like such a like crazy feeling. Like definitely so different to fighting. Fighting is like the, all the adrenaline and like. So much get pumped up, but you like. She sang it oh, with no music either. She sang it. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't like to sing it with music. I don't know why. <laughs> and, then, uh, <laughs> and then she got to the, the last sentence. I'd find some Australia. And then the crowd was like um, standing ovation, gave this massive crowd a, a round of applause. And Jazzy ran out of the cage crying. She ran into one of uh, his arms, someone's arms, yeah. and, and gave her a big hug. And she goes, why are you crying, Jazzy? That's because they started cheering before I finished the anthem. They didn't get to hear the last few words. I thought that was my big finale, and they started, they, they drowned me out with their cheering. Uh, <laughs> That's a good thing, when though. Were, when she was cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when we when we had your dad on the show one of the other times, we were talking about uh, kickboxing compared to Muay Thai, and yeah. uh, and and he said. Because out of 35 fights, I, I've never fought full Muay Thai, so I'm not a man yet until until I fight Muay Thai. So technically, we have a 14-year-old girl on the show that's more of a man than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm working on a contract for my first one in seven weeks, though, so that'll be good. <laughs> so, she, she's had so more do you Thai have, fights than me. Do you have me? any advice? Do you have any advice, Jazzy, for um, young young girls uh, around the world that uh, want to get into sports, um, competitive sports like this, combat sports? Um, do you have any words of encouragement for them? Uh, I definitely think just do it. Oh, I was like, no, he wants it. But like, um, <laughs> if, <laughs> if you want to like go ahead and do something, and if you're determined to do it, why not? If you want to get in the ring and have a crack, it's definitely an amazing experience it's like such an eye-opening like surreal feeling that I think anyone can do especially from a young age I think it's such a good thing for kids to like put their mind put their mind to and achieve the goal if they really want to do it and I would definitely recommend everyone Muay Thai I think is such um it has like a 
It's like, oh. This is what happens when you fall with elbows. Such a big thing from the start to the finish. Oh, trying to make those words flow. It's very tricky. You get that one elbow on the head, donk, and then it's like, oh yeah, and my toes like oh, oh look a, a butterfly. Oh, oh look. It's what happens when you get hit in the face a lot. <laughs> you're, 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 you're gonna finish what you started. So, my tie is great. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it a crack. Why not? I think I think I've had this exact question before, and it took me about ten times to say it over and over again. I just can't put my tongue to the sentence. That's okay. It's all good. Just come. <laughs> just have a crack. Yeah, do it. Yeah, that's, that's a new one. That, Forget just oh, do it. Just have a crack. Yeah, just, that's your that's your slogan now. Try and get it out. Back from the heart. From the heart. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna. Oh, yeah. I like ruined myself. Do it. See what happens is I personally believe that young children <laughs> should be fighting my time. <laughs> 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 Stay <laughs> <laughs> with some swagger. So, <laughs> no, I I definitely think that Muay Thai is more of a um culture. The lifestyle. Yeah, there's a lot of respect and like before and after the fight, you shake your or give your opponent a hug and you're like, oh, like thank you and you talk to them. It's not like you see the UFC and you see like. Ronda Rousey, even though I love Ronda Rousey, you see her and with her opponents, their the faces are touching each other and it's like they're pushing each other away and almost fighting before they even get in the ring. And it's like, if they're going to do that there, could they do that anywhere else? Like, you don't know what's, like, do they actually, can, can, can they control themselves in the ring? Like, they don't have, like, the respect for one another. Like, how can you respect yourself if you can't respect anyone else? Like, Ooh, good one. Ooh, oh. <laughs> yeah, you just dropped some knowledge on on a, on a young younger generation. What a girl! <laughs> All right, we're up at the hour mark. We'll get you guys out of here. I know you got to go to bed. John was probably supposed to be in bed an hour ago. Um, thank the people. <laughs> if you guys have anybody that helped you, or you want to shout out your Instagrams or your Facebooks or your Twitters, go ahead. Yo. Desi Paul underscore. Yes. <laughs> um, what else? So I'd like to thank my mom and my dad for supporting me to be able to get to this point of doing a podcast and being able to speak like very well because I'm really good at that. And then <laughs> media trained. Yeah. Media trained. Um, I'd like to thank Jazzy for all the likes that she's got me on, on Instagram. I use her oh. as as a uh, as my Little bait. Oh, look at the cute girl. <laughs> like my picture. I like it. Like it. Like it. <laughs> uh, that put, was that was in England. We, oh, Jeffy, just take a photo with me. Yeah, we put a video of her, of her doing pads on Instagram, and in 24 hours we had 100,000 views. It was like, whoa, that's just a little kid doing pads. It's, she's not. She's she's okay, but she's not awesome. Views. <laughs> 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 Here I am. I'm trying to smash the pads. I'm lucky to get 10,000 views, and she gets 100,000. Like damn! All right. Did any did anybody 
did anybody send you um, uh, uh, a private message, Jazzy, about about the location of your your jab hand, about how you're uh, loading up your jab? And uh, you know, do you oh. mind if I, do I tell you that? <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. Oh, some people are so funny. Uh, she just had the jazz hands. Oh, jazz, jazz hands! hands. <laughs> it's everywhere. If you look on my photos, you look through the comments, and it's like hashtag jazz hands. I'm like, ah, oh. this guy. <laughs> You need to do yeah. that when you're fighting. You can like wiggle your gloves and then and then hit her. Well, that's my fight name. I walk up be like Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> Tap shoes. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. You're, go ahead, Luke. I was gonna say, do you ever hear? Do you ever hear anything more from that guy, John, about your uh, about about? You know, uh, loading loading up and telegraphing your your jab in in those videos. Man, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah, he sent me. He wrote something, and then he sent me a private message, and then he wrote this big thing about, um, yeah, I'm telegraphing my jab, and he tried to give me an explanation. He goes, oh, it's too hard to explain over. It'd be much better if I was just there to show you how to actually do it properly. Then, whoa, this guy. And then I asked him. I said, oh, do you mind if I share your message on my page so I can share with other people um, from your experience? Oh, mate, that would be a dream if you could share my comments. Let me just upload it now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I let the I let all the fans um, dissect him after that. I could sit back and just watch the the entertainment from uh, my my lounge chair. Then it was it was crazy. Yeah, this guy was so serious, and but I don't think he ever fought himself. He, he never had a fight, but he was an expert on on how to punch. Um, yeah, there's a few of them out there, unfortunately. Yeah, a lot of keyboard warriors out there too. Yeah. Oh, way too many. Fight. I don't need to fight. I know how to punch. I know how to fight. I don't need to do it, but I know how to. So I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do, Bad champ. press is good press. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, she's learning a lot. <laughs> All press is good press. press. Back in the, when she was eight. She oh, when I was eight, yeah. There was lots of uh, controversy of little eight-year-old Jazzy fighting in the ring with 16 out gloves is the same with hitting a child with a block of butter. So you got to break it down. So they had one of those morning shows, and there was one lady that hosted the show, and she sat down with two uh, female experts, if you will. One was a college, university, blah, 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 and someone else was someone else. And they they raised the subject of, um, first it was obesity. What do you do with uh, people that are obese? One of the experts on the couch was, I just tell my friends they're fat. I just, you have to tell them. If, they're not, if, they, if they don't know, they'll never know. You can't sugarcoat it. Um, you, you say you tell them they're fat for their own safety so they start changing their ways. Otherwise, if they die. And then, all right, so next subject we're going to talk about is eight-year-old girls fighting. There is no answer. There is no possible answer to how. It's like, what the hell? Um... Uh, and, then, and then the girls going, this is disgusting. This makes me, makes me physically ill. Did you know those girls were wearing 16-ounce gloves? That's equivalent to a, a block of butter. Imagine your child getting hit in the face with a block of butter. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's the old the pillow, uh, a kilo of feathers or a kilo of bricks. It's still a kilo. It's, it was somehow, out of the, rather they equated it to uh, this being a block of butter. It's, um Oh, it's just unbelievable. So, yeah, they were talking about girls training and obesity. It's like, well, there's your answer there. You said there's no answer for your obesity problem. Get people training at a younger age, and they won't have the obesity problem. 
you just solved your own question in, in one sentence and you couldn't even put that together. So, 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 so called experts. So then I, I, I she, the, this lady, this expert was so proud of herself. She uploaded it on uh, YouTube. So I wrote something and then I shared it. Then all my uh, people that follow me and follow jazz, they started writing stuff as well. And then she wrote me a private message saying, if you don't get your um, hooligan fans off my page, um, I'm going to be calling the police. Um, me and my children can't sleep at night because we're scared that you and your fans are going to break into a house and murder us in our sleep. And it's like, what the hell? Um, I, because I work for the TV company, we have the highest paid lawyers in the country and we'll uh, destroy your life if you keep this up. And it's like, wow, whatever. So, yeah, it was just unbelievable. The, and then, um, yeah, so... Yes, and crazy time for the for, for two weeks after Jazzy fight, I was the worst father in Australia. Um, I was potentially going to give my daughter brain damage at a, a young age, taking so much punches in it. Wow. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I did. I've just realized. Maybe I have. <laughs> after that story is the perfect time for the first F word yeah. of the podcast. Yeah, when it comes to realization, they were right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We're up at the hour mark. We're actually over an hour, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna get out of here for the day. But I appreciate both of you coming on the podcast, Jazzy. It was an absolute pleasure to meet yes. you. And thank uh, you. Nice to meet you guys. John, good luck. Oh yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you're fighting in Canada, make sure you let us know because we will come to yeah. it. Yeah. We want to know. Awesome. You know, Canada's got the uh, maple syrup. They're famous for maple syrup. Yeah, isn't that on the flag? Maple syrup. I mean, <laughs> the, <laughs> maple, <laughs> the maple. The maple on the flag, no? It's a, yeah, it's yes, a maple the maple leaf. leaf. Yeah. Maple leaf. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Jazzy, you know you know your mom and dad's friends, Cindy and and Grant, that own Harley. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, uh, Cindy's uh, brother Curtis is a really good friend of mine. So Cindy actually lived oh, like I live in the same I live in the same city as Cindy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A super small. It is a small world because I remember when she first was home one of the trips and she's like, oh, I'm going back to Australia and, you know, we've got the, sh- the shop there. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And she goes, yeah, do you like I know you fight. So do you know, do you know, um, do you know who John Wayne Parr is? I'm like, yeah, he's a huge idol. Man. She's like, yeah, we're really good friends of, uh, uh, of theirs in Australia. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> so it was cool. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, it looks like the the pars have hung up on us. Nah, that's all right. Uh we'll just end the podcast on that note, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, bye, bye, guys. <laughs> I, I'm guessing his phone died. Yeah, that would be that would be too. my guess. Um, so, guys, that's John Wayne Parr and Jazzy Parr. Jazzy's up and coming Muay Thai fighter. Obviously, a female. She's obviously 14 years old, and she's obviously a badass. So, uh, mm-hmm. thanks everybody for tuning into the podcast today, and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Peace. Peace.